This is World Lutheran News Digest, an audio news magazine bringing you a look at significant events in worldwide Lutheranism. WLN Digest is produced through the facilities of Worldwide KFUO, a broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Today on World Lutheran News Digest... I'm World Lutheran News Digest host Kip Allen. The LCMS Life Ministry has a new director, Deaconess Tiffany Manor. What is the Life Ministry and how does it benefit Lutherans? Deaconess Manor answers those questions and more today on World Lutheran News Digest, heard on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. And now today's Fast Track. The Trump administration established the National Institutes of Health Human Fetal Tissue Research Ethics Advisory Board earlier this year amid calls to end the practice of using aborted baby body parts in taxpayer-funded research. The Scientist reports President Donald Trump appointed the 15 board members and at least 10 of them are pro-life. The board met for the first time July the 31st. The new ethics board is made up of 15 non-government employees, including doctors, scientists, ethicists, attorneys, and theologians. Its task is to research the use of aborted baby body parts in taxpayer-funded scientific research and make ethical recommendations about it. The board will create a final report with recommendations for the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar. July 30th was the World Day Against Trafficking in Persons. That's a day of awareness for sex trafficking around the world. To emphasize the subject, the Women's Rights Without Frontiers organization noted that Communist China is ranked among the worst offenders in sex trafficking by the U.S. State Department. China has an insatiable market for sexual slavery, but China is also a major purveyor of sexual slavery around the world. This according to Reggie Littlejohn, president of Women's Rights Without Frontiers, in a press release. Catholic hospitals around the country are on a collision course at the ACLU, the Democratic Party, and assorted social justice secularists who insist that these religious institutions violate their own faith precepts in the provision of medical services. In Washington state, a proposed merger between secular and Catholic hospital systems has brought down the ire of the ACLU. Specifically, the ACLU wants to force the merge system to practice medicine in a secular fashion, meaning that Catholic hospitals would be required to perform abortions, transgender surgeries, and assisted suicides, all of which are legal in Washington but are also prohibited by Catholic teaching. There have already been several lawsuits filed against religious hospitals around the country for obeying the principles of Catholic health care. The Hawaii Assisted Suicide Law went into effect January 1st last year. The 2019 Hawaii Assisted Suicide Report, which was issued on July the 1st, indicates that in the first year of legalized assisted suicide, 30 people were prescribed lethal drugs, 15 died by assisted suicide, Eight people received lethal prescriptions but did not die by suicide, and seven people remained alive at the end of 2019. The report also includes preliminary data for 2020 from January 1st through June 26th of this year. 24 people were prescribed lethal drugs, and 13 have died by assisted suicide. World Lutheran News Digest will be back right after these messages. Hi. I'm Pastor Ted Lesh, pastor at Chapel of the Cross Lutheran Church in North St. Louis County, 
inviting you to listen to our KFUO radio worship broadcasts on Sunday evenings at 6 o'clock. Active worship, preaching, music, and singing are part of every one of our services at chapel. Join us Sunday nights at 6. It's one more broadcast worship opportunity for you from your friends at Chapel of the Cross and KFUO Radio. Listening to Worldwide KFUO on the go with your smartphone doesn't mean you have to walk around with earbuds all day. You can Bluetooth across the room to a speaker system in your home or listen on radios that have built-in smartphone cradles. There are many easy ways to listen to WorldwideKFUO.org on the air, online, and on demand. We proclaim the clear gospel message of Christ crucified for our sins. The messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO. Hi, I'm Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran in St. Louis. And I am Pastor Jolly John Lekumski from St. Paul's in New Athens and Trinity in Darmstadt, and we welcome you to listen to Wrestling with the Basics. Matt, 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 let go of me, man. No, no, it's not real wrestling. We're just talking about Bible issues. Oh, 905 Saturday mornings, 850 AM KFUO. What is it that you want to share with us? Call the KFUO comment line at 314-996-1542. Tell us what we're doing right, wrong, or just leave a message with your thoughts on why KFUO is important to you. What would you like to hear on KFUO to make your listening experience better? You can call us anytime at 314-996-1542. Thank you for listening and sharing your thoughts with KFUO. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere. This is World Lutheran News Digest. Good day and welcome to World Lutheran News Digest. I'm program host Kip Allen. My guest today is Deaconess Tiffany Manor, who has been recently appointed as the director of the LCMS Life Ministry. Tiffany, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the program. Thanks so much for having me on. Tiffany, let's get a little bit of a background on you. I know you're a deaconess, but uh, there's a lot more to you than that. What's going on? Oh, yeah. So I always love to describe myself first and, and foremost as a baptized child of God. Um, and uh, my other vocations involve being a, a wife and a mom to five kids. And um, we have been serving most recently out in um, the East Coast. I was a, a district executive with the New England District. And before that, had worked with some recognized service organizations and uh, campus ministry and uh, serving disaster response. So I've uh, served in a lot of different mercy areas of, of the, the LCMS. So we, as I said, you are now the new director for the Life Ministry. What is the Life Ministry and what, what is it that it does and what is your role in that? Yeah, so LCMS Life Ministry is focused on um, sanctity of, of human life. Um, we work in all kinds of, of areas, but we're, we're focused on um, life as God, um, as, as a creator and author, design life from conception to natural death. So um, we look at life broadly. It's it's not just um, one particular area of, um, of pro-life efforts, but um, all, all kinds of things that, that impact um, individuals as, as they go through life and, and even um, the, the family as God designed the, the family and, and marriage to be. So 
um, lots of opportunity to uh, for LCMS folks to um, profess their faith, can confess um, what we believe to be true about life and, and God as, as he's designed it to be. Well, one of the major programs that the LCMS has launched is one called Eyes of Life, which I believe is going through the life ministry. Can you describe that for us? Oh, Eyes of Life is um, a, a fantastic campaign that's been going on for a few years now, and it's really focused on sharing the stories of, of people who um, have eyes for life and have um, their own personal journeys to share. Uh, we've got a website um, that, that folks can go at and, and look up some of these stories and, and um, be inspired to share their, their own eyes of life. Um, and uh, it, it's about sharing with the, the people that are around us, um, loved ones, neighbors, family members, um, confessing our, our faith and pointing to Christ um, and, and how he uh, supports us and carries us through life, um, through his, his word and, and the sacraments as well. Well, you also offer what's called a life library through the LCMS uh, uh, Life Ministry. How does that work? Yeah, the, the LCMS.org website has a ministry area, life ministry, and through that you can access the life library, which has all kinds of articles and um, really like booklets, like PDF booklets that could be uh, printed out, shared with others, or just used to, to read and um, inform your um, your own understanding and, um, on some of these life issues, um, things at the end of life or physician-assisted suicide, um, helps uh, on the, the topics of, of abortion and, and other life matters. So there's a, about 200 different resources on that life library and actually more things being added every day. We've got a whole bunch of new resources that'll be coming out and we're actually uh, really actively adding resources in Spanish as well. So that will be a new category coming out in the life library. I actually understand you also have uh, some Russian versions. Yeah, we have a Russian version of the um, catechism, um, a small catechism for life uh, that's both available in Spanish and English as well. So it's fantastic to have that translated. We've got uh, some projects that Life Ministry has sponsored over the years in other countries working with our partner church bodies. And so having these translated resources, um, say for a pregnancy center that's in Russia, um, is, is fantastic um, opportunity to, to share. And as I understand the, uh, the small catechism on human life, what it does is it examines abortion, bioethics, end of life, and sexuality issues through uh, eyeglasses of Luther's small catechism. I think this is one thing that is sometimes overlooked on the, on the pro-life. It says it's more than just uh, trying to fight abortion. End of life issues are very, very important to us. In fact, one of your predecessors was a lady by the name of Maggie Carner, whom I'm sure you are aware of, who fought a very brave battle in her end of life. Oh, Maggie was um, a very dear friend, um, one of my, my nearest neighbors in New England, um, where we have fewer um, LCMS congregations who are a little more spread out. And so actually, um, yeah, I was pretty um, aware and walking with the Carner family as uh, Maggie was undergoing her cancer struggle and, and how she um, so bravely professed life even as um, her days were, were shortening. Um, in response to some of the physician-assisted suicide efforts going on in Connecticut at the time. Well, one thing that Maggie did that uh, just endeared me to her and just 
just awed me with her courage uh, was while she was battling this glioblastoma, which she knew was going to be fatal. Uh, there was another woman out there uh, in California who moved to Oregon by the name of uh, Brittany Maynard, who yeah. suffered from the same disease. And Brittany had gone to Oregon because in that state they had assisted suicide. And Maggie wrote this heartbreaking letter urging urging Brittany not to do it, that, that she still had so much to contribute to life. Yeah, that those are um, still some memories that are pretty fresh for me. It's actually just about five years ago um, that this was going on in um, August and, and September um, that um, Maggie was entering hospice and um, you know, Brittany Maynard um, was, was on her um, kind of, um, you know, they were in step with, with one another as far as their diagnosis and, and um, their medical situation. So, um, and, and what's really important is that uh, for a, a number of states, physician-assisted suicide, like Brittany Maynard was uh, seeking to engage in in Oregon, is still very much um, a legislative issue going on. And uh, I, th I think folks sometimes... Uh, need to remember what a, a voice they can have in the public square and how they can influence the policymakers and the legislators are out there. I know in Massachusetts, um, during this pandemic, um, a, a bill made it out of committee and our legislators uh, are, are actively working on it this month and other states um, that, that's going on as well. So uh, as, as Maggie uh, fought for this in, in her last um, weeks and months of her life, so can can we in our states and our communities now to uh, make sure that uh, there aren't more states that are going to pass this, this legislation allowing physician-assisted suicide. And I think we may, need to make this very clear that the LCMS is, is adamantly opposed to assisted suicide. God has given us these lives and he will take them away in his time. It's not up to us to do it. And as Maggie showed, Faith will definitely get us through to the end. Absolutely. And um, Christ is Emmanuel, God with us. He walks through us even during those difficult times, even the times that we're suffering. That's why we have the body of Christ is, is to support one another and, and be present with one another when, when things are hard. Um, e even if it's um, our, our lives look short, God still is the author of life. And it, it's he who decides when life begins and when life ends. Well, the, uh, the Life uh, Ministry works closely with a number of different partners like uh, Lutherans for Life, uh, National Pro-Life Religious Council, and of course, the National March for Life. How do you coordinate with these groups and what do you have planned for the future? Oh, yeah, we've got some fantastic partners out there in the Sanctity of Life arena. Um, you mentioned um, one of our RSOs, Lutherans for Life. We have other recognized service organizations uh, that walk very closely with the LCMS. And so I'm in continual contact with um, like Lutheran Family Service uh, that that uh, is, is working in several states and Lutherans for Life. Um, we've got some some other um, mercy-oriented RSOs that deal with life efforts as well. And then we have our brothers and, and sisters and um, other uh, Christian um, confessions of the, the faith who have formed organizations as well. So that's where like the National Pro-Life Religious Council meets uh, quarterly to, to kind of coordinate activities so we can be in step with one another. Um, the March for Life organizers actually across the country. Uh, there's there's different organizations that, that uh, coordinate and plan the marches 
um, and, and they range um, really throughout the winter and, and spring. So uh, there's a, a number of, of people throughout the LCMS. It's, it's not just me doing this, but we've got uh, district life coordinators and um, dedicated lay volunteers and, and pastors and other church workers who are connecting with these other organizations so that we can um, work together in externals and all profess the same thing and, and uh, make our voices heard out in the society when we can stand together and, and say the same thing that um, we need to not go down some of these dangerous paths that um, that some would say are are um, are, are good to to do and, and we know that they're they're contrary to God's word well, the LCMS was a major co-sponsor of the March for Life this year. Uh, and, of course, the March for Life is going to be going on again next January on the anniversary of the infamous Roe v. Wade decision. And I'm sure that we, once again, we will have a very strong contingent there uh, marching with the uh, with our brothers and sisters. We're still, uh, you know, discerning what's going to be the best thing to do in January. Some of the March planners at various locations across the country um, are going to wait and see. Maybe they, they'll push back a few months, depending on what's happening with the, the pandemic. Uh, March organizers are, are very tenacious folks. They want to make sure that uh, the marches don't completely uh, fall off of the calendar. So uh, we'll, we'll discern what's best to do and, and uh this time, it, sorry, I'm tripping over my words. We need to edit that out. But in the fall, in the fall, we should be able to release some more plans about what will be happening um, in the, the winter and the spring of 2021, as far as the LCMS participation in, in life marches and a life conference as well. We're still trying to figure all that out. It's difficult to plan with a pandemic. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, but uh, we'll still make sure that we have a, a way to um, proclaim what, what God is doing and, and who he is um, and as a creator of life. So we'll be able to do that even if it looks different than it has in past years. One of the RSOs that you mentioned was the Lutheran Family and Child Services Group. What do they perform? What do they do? Sure. So there's there's several different organizations and uh Lutheran Family Service and Lutheran Child and Family Services, uh, and they operate in, in various states. Um, the one that I was referring to was specifically one that's headquartered in Iowa, Lutheran Family Service, and they have um, a whole uh, team of folks who are working specifically on life issues. Uh, one thing that I fascinated that they're doing is, is bringing uh, LCMS pastors to the state capitol in Des Moines every year and training them to engage with legislators and policymakers and lobbyists so that they can share um, their um, perspective and their, their congregation members' um, voices can be heard by those who are, are making some of these decisions about the laws and, and the bills that will be created. So uh, they've, they've got uh, the district presidents in, in Iowa who have engaged with them and endorsed this, and, and they've had already dozens of pastors be, be trained and um, work closely with, with lawmakers. And so that's one thing they're doing in the life arena, but they also have services for um, adoption and foster care and, and helping out um, women who are in unexpected pregnancies. So that they're um, really um, focused on being hands-on and uh, caring for, for people who are in need. Well, I know that the Lutheran Child and Family Services Center here in St. Louis 
uh, offers a number of different uh, a number of different services. For example, as you pointed out, aid for for women facing unwanted pregnancies or unexpected pregnancies. Uh, they to help things toward toward adoption. They also, I know, have a, a counseling session for uh, people for Lutherans who are having having some issues. You know, where they needed to talk to someone and and try to get things straightened in their own mind, both from a psychological and from a religious point of view. That's one of the beauties, I think, of this organization, is it applies both theology along with religion, along with science. I'm so glad you brought that up, because so often when we're talking about life issues, we're, we're talking about health issues. So so physical health as, as part of it, but also our emotional and, and our mental health. And so you're right, this, these things go hand in hand. And so as, as we see people who are, are questioning some, some things going on in their lives, um, whether it's carrying forward with, um, with a pregnancy, a child that God created, or if it's some confusion over... Um, gender or sexuality issues. Um, so often um, there's physical needs that we can attend to as, as the church, as um, the body of Christ, but there's also emotional and mental things that um, that we can help them out with. And as we have some great RSOs that, that provide those um, counseling services and behavioral support services, that's a, a tremendous way that we serve our, our neighbor in love. Another feature that the Life Ministry has is a speaker's bureau. How does that work? Yeah, so we have um, all over the country a lot of, of really passionate and engaged volunteers. And uh, there are, are those who have the, the gift of, of making public presentations and speaking. So uh, you can anyone can get in touch with us at LCMS Life Ministry, and we can uh, connect you with someone who, who might be closer to you or who might have some expertise in a certain topic that you're interested in and help you find a speaker. And now that we're all getting so good at, at this um, electronic type of um you know, webinars and uh, Zooming and um, doing those kinds of things. Uh, the speaker doesn't even necessarily have to, to be there in, in person. You could bring someone in remotely and they can make a presentation for your, your church, your group, your um, circuit. Um, and just all it takes is, is emailing us, um, uh, life ministry at lcms.org. Well, the, um, the pandemic has almost been a blessing in disguise in this in this case because it has taught us now how we can do these things over the internet, how we can set up these Zoom meetings, how we can set up uh, different types of conferences and webinars, things that we perhaps were not able to do before. So even in a disaster, God works. Yeah, that he does. <laughs> One of the other things that you have, I notice, is the LCMS Life Conference. Now, what is that, and what does it do? Sure. So every couple of years, um, we have had a, a life conference, an um, event with a bunch of different speakers and topics and um, opportunities to get to, to know other people who are life-minded and, and passionate and engaged. Um, and we always had done that in conjunction with the, the National March for Life in Washington, D.C., um, 2021 would be our year to have a life conference since we do it um, every other year on the odd year. So we're still uh, evaluating what we can do this this winter and, um, and, and again into the spring months. And we haven't quite 
figured out what we were going to do with the life conference. But um, again, we're exploring um, ways we can reach out with the life conference and, and technology to um, to people all across the globe. So I, I think uh, early fall in September, October, we may have some news on that front. Um, but we'll continue forward in the years to come with the life conference and, and making sure that uh, people are have the resources and the knowledge that they they need to um, live out their their faith and and their their values um, and share why life is so important to the, the people around them um, in their in their churches and in their communities wherever they live. Is there something that you specifically hope to accomplish now, Richard, the director? Well, for me, these early months of serving in LCMS Life Ministry, um, since I was a volunteer in life efforts before, is, is um, it's important for me to get to know all of the people across our synod who are, are serving um, as volunteers um, in life efforts uh, locally in their, their towns, um, maybe serving at pregnancy centers or, or volunteering in, in other places, um, and, and get to know them, learn what it, it is that, that is going on in their communities that, that they have. Um, needs for and how their church can can come alongside them and provide them with the, the resources that they need. Um, and also to to connect um, all of these passionate uh, life folks with one another so that they can um, you know, kind of have ideas from what people have done in other places that, that's worked well. So for me, it's really about engaging with the um, thousands and thousands of people who are passionate and engaged in life ministry, and getting to know them and and what's going on in, in their neck of the woods. Uh, Tiffany, we're coming to the end of the program. Uh, how can people find out more about the life ministry and services that are offered? Yeah, as you have been referencing, we've got a lot of things on the website. So if you go to lcms.org and, and just type in life ministry in the search bar, you'll find things. So that is one way. And, and then um, it, it will enable you to connect with us um, through the contact form, or you can email lifeministry at lcms.org or, or give us a call on the, the church info line as well. Well, Tiffany, I'm afraid we're at the end of the program, but I want to thank you for your service and welcome to the International Center where we are all based here. And thank you for your service here. Well, thank you so much, Kip. It's been great to talk with you. World Lutheran News Digest may be heard every Wednesday at 2.30 p.m. and again at 9.30 a.m. Saturday Central Time on Worldwide KFUO. It may also be heard anytime streaming online at kfuo.org. Join us again next Wednesday for another new edition of World Lutheran News Digest. I'm your host, Kip Allen. World Lutheran News Digest is a broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. WLN Digest is produced through the facilities of Worldwide KFUO. You can also listen to WLN Digest on demand at kfuo.org. To correspond with World Lutheran News Digest, email news at kfuo.org.